greet you all, it's your host, Prince in 2020, back again with another podcast. I hope you're all well and healthy, wherever you may be, hoping better than others with this quarantine that's taking place around the world. Over here in the UK, we have just entered week three since the quarantine was announced by Sir Boris Johnson just over two weeks ago, two days ago. With the nation, some are dealing with this matter better than others, as you probably can tell, and others not so much. Again, you are back with me, your host, Prince, in 2020. Please join me for more discussions. Plus, feel free to contact the show. Whether you have a question for the public or me, I'm happy to answer. Or just want to share an opinion on how to survive this isolation. We are happy to listen. In today's show, we have three-part discussions, all induced with questions and to share certain opinions, whether it's me or you have one. So I will see you on the other side. Okay, let's fire up the first discussion, uh, part one, by the way. My first question being, what is COVID-19, aka coronavirus? Um, there are a lot of speculations going around, you know, whether you believe in it, something that started in Wuhan, China or not. My follow-up question to that is, is it a man-made? That is, that is the question. And if it is something that was constructed by mankind, what is the end goal? What are they doing? I mean, come on. As a person who believes the world wars that took place in this world, people got paid and it was planned. There are people out there who actually are willing to destroy in order for them to say. Now, with that mentality going about, my question is, what is the end goal for us, people like us? And if it's something to do with nature, I mean, we have always destroyed the planet, whether it's a pollution or emission. If it's us not doing our job, take care of the planet. The planet would speak help and it would do its best to, you know, regurgitate because Mother Earth cannot take it, cannot take it no more. It's time for us to be cleansed, to be sorted from the rest. And there are people who don't have the same intentions as you. Anyway, with what's going on, is it something to do with nature or is it something that was constructed by the hands of mankind? Um, my next question is. With this break, outbreak, who does it affect and how does one get affected? Now, there are some, there are certain symptoms. We don't know how they start and I haven't really had a conversation with coronavirus, corona outpatient, but my question, very elaborate on my question is, um, how does one who gets basically who gets affected is my question. Like we heard the first time people that get affected are those those that are vulnerable, are those that are elderly, and later they have realised it is something that actually gets like gets everyone, but the younger generation aren't as much vulnerable compared to the elderly because when the younger ones get infected, it doesn't really show symptoms 
straight away. It takes its time, and it's something that could actually live inside you. That could take you. It's like a parasite. <laughs> uh, yeah, and to elaborate more on that question, how does one get affected? I mean, with the quarantine that's taking place in the country, do we all have to be on lockdown? I mean, people are getting fired. Based on how the conditions are today, it's not really going to be safe. Way to go. People are getting fired and stuff like that. It's just going to start a pandemic. It's going to start riots. It's going to start... It's going to basically... People, people are going to have enough. I mean, if you're firing people and they don't have no money and stuff like that, it's just like, going to speculate this more, even more. And we don't want this to escalate. So what I'm trying to say is... We have a solution for what's taking place right now and what we do to maintain the problem. My third question being, do we have a history when it comes to this case? I mean, the first time I heard about the coronavirus was 1960. I'm not really that old, but it was basically the outbreak was found in America where they came up with vaccinations and stuff like that. And yes, the vaccination weren't really the solution. It was something that was that had a lot of side effects. It was it started gene mutilations, a lot of disability came from that and hence the reason why the coronavirus is back again. Now with what's going on and stuff like that, a lot of people are saying due to our you know immune system, it's not really something that is helping us. There's nothing out there that can help us except by staying at home and keeping I mean, with a weak immune system, if I'm really that vulnerable, there should be a solution. I mean, different cultures deal with different diseases. And I've watched not long ago um, a Netflix series where they basically showed ways to avoid the coronavirus attack, basically attracting it. And one of them was the Islamic ways of wudu, you know, the ablution, and how you cleanse yourself before a prayer salah. And it was something that was actually, that made me proud as an individual because there are a lot of things that, you know, Islam teaches that will save and help one's safe, one, one is, you know, health, it, it, it promotes cleanliness, it promotes a good mental, it also shows high take take just for example and it shows shows a good ways to keep faith when it comes to you know other things as well for example I'm not really going to get into this but I'm just speaking on the question uh, my fourth question being do we have a solution for this outbreak and if we do how much effective is it? How much does it affect? How effective is it? That's why I'm getting this question. Sorry, I'm reading comments while I do this as well, while I talk on the microphone. But yeah, as I was saying, due to what's going on around the world now, these people that say they have the solution, if we do have a solution, is it effective? And how effective is it? I mean, with the last solution, vaccination and all of that, it didn't really help the situation, did it? Now, I understand it is a weak immune system that is making us vulnerable to the virus. 
If it is, I would suggest we should cut down eating produce that are made in factories. I mean, ever since I picked up a book and learned the English language, I've always liked the life of Britain, their farmers. Even if you go back 10,000 years, there were people that defended, that depended on the earth and their produce and what they grew from them. For their farms. They had a lot of animals, the Iron Age shows that, and the Anglo and the Saxon. With everything Britain went through, we kind of feel like we've been isolating ourselves from our true nature when it comes to eating. We can't really depend on shopping to provide our food. A lot of people basically are now shopping binge shop and doing crazy things and that stocking on things that aren't even necessary i mean when i seen that when i've watched it on tv the first thing that came into my mind is no one is actually going to the garden and you know agriculture side because instead of going and buying tissues you need to invest in something that's going to be helping you long term i mean this isolation could go on for weeks now even for months if it goes on what can you do in order for you to survive shops ain't gonna be there the shops literally could say yo you know what instead of saying we we sell this for 9.99 it's gonna be 30.99 they could put the price up and we have no control over that it's the culprits that basically systematically place their shops at this time and with fire being people being fired and stuff like that like that is it really the way to go? Anyway, I'm going to keep it short and leave that question. Last question for part one of the discussion. I will see you guys in part two. Okay, guys, welcome back again. I'm going to start the second part of the show. And this is all about quarantine and the lockdown. Um, with what's going on, a lot of countries are pushing the idea of staying at home and not leaving the house, only leaving for essentials and stuff like that. Here in the UK, a lot of people didn't really seem to, you know, care much. And Boris Johnson had to be really tight when it comes to quarantine. Um, now the, rule, the rules changed and it is enforced not lightly compared to before. They are pressing really hard when it comes to staying at home. But my first question in this second part of the discussion is, what is it for? I mean, do we all have to be quarantined? Do we have to be on lockdown? Like, what is behind all of this? And is it really helping the situation that's my question uh the second part of the same question is who is it for i mean we don't really have to be quarantined this isolation thing don't really have to be something that we all have to trust uh i believe the isolation should go to certain people that either have the virus or those that have the virus should also be isolated from those that don't have the virus. I mean, a lot of people are so scared. Companies are firing people for no reason. I mean, those that 
want to work, they can work. Those that have the virus and still want to work, they can still work. The virus, if you had it and you've been cured from it, I believe you should go back to work and do your best to stay away from others. I mean, we haven't been taught fully why is this really necessary for everyone to be on lockdown. Again, my question, my third question, my, my second question is, who should be isolated now with everyone being on lockdown and everyone being on isolation? I, I believe those that have already got the disease, got the virus, get priority when it comes to isolation. And after that, people that basically beat the virus should also not let it back to the public let back to the public but I also believe they should be in quarantine isolation and quarantine are two things for me isolation is completely keeping the person on its own in a locked area where you are where it's always being provisioned now with quarantine is separating the person from the rest that weren't infected. Now, the cases that have been saved, even though they could, you know, they could pass the virus to others that haven't contracted disease. These are the ones that should have the freedom to go back to work if they want to, or, or, or should be isolated enough away from the public i mean today a lot of people do have a problem with staying away from others and if that rule if that rule needs to be enforced it's something that needs to be stressed on and the government needs to instead of locking everybody down it needs to also make sure there's a time to breathe and a space to breathe at. so that i'm gonna keep it at that uh my third question do we all need to be on lockdown? That's it. That's how I'm going to keep it. Based on the situation and the current living situation that's taking place right now. Do we all need to be on lockdown? If yes, why? That's my question. And if anyone can help you with the answer, please do feel free to share. This is a public discussion and I want I'm only saying this and sharing this so I can get other speaking I mean what I've heard on the TV I can't really trust those without me knowing my neighbor I mean I can't really speak to my neighbor because it's isolation now in order for me to you know speak to those people I can only do it from here so please do have your say and do contact Now, my fifth question is, no, I'm on the fourth one, sorry, <laughs> uh, I'm reading it from a screen and I'm sitting over on my desk, sorry, um, is it really effective? I get it, we all need to be on lockdown, but is it really effective to see how can others just slow down the virus and other cases of positive coming back to health a lot more, are they recovering faster? 
when we were doing our part, we're not really, I mean, yes, the first few days, it, it might have been a bit difficult to follow the rules, but now, the fact that we're following it, we don't really want to take, I mean, you, I just read it somewhere in there, on the internet, an article saying that the lockdown's going to be stricken. I believe I shouldn't be stricken. I mean, come on, why does it have to be strict a lot more than it was before? I mean, if people are really messing it up for others, those people should be put in jail and take their freedom away. That's what I believe. I'm willing to sacrifice the people's freedom in order for them to pay the actions that took place. It's a selfish thing to do. And if you're actually trying to infect others' good times just because of your stupidity and miserableness, I believe you shouldn't be part of this. There are people who are willing to pass this pandemic background bullshit that's going on. And if we're going to put our heads together and work towards success, we need to cut the crap from the rest. These people like to just bring stupidity into the game and just like mess up with everybody. We don't really deal with that. It's a pandemic, people. We need to open our eyes mind and move on from this okay um i'm gonna keep this last two questions short but i won't get into it uh a lot of things that takes place do happen for a reason and is this something that's going to affect us in the following or how does it affect the following being locked into your being locked at your own, own home, it's a bit challenging for people and with mental illness and all of that, how is this going to affect the mind, the body when it comes to discipline and the soul? And it's this whole, it's, the, it's putting the nation, the whole nation in lockdown really necessary. That's my final question. But elaborate on that. First question, how does it affect the following mind, body and soul? I'm talking about the mental health, mental kind of side. We don't really want to be in isolation for three weeks and then come back feeling different. We still want to be civil people out. Whether we, well, whether we come on top or not, we need to be built for the next world. Now, the next world being a disease-free world have to have faith in order for us to stay sane and a lot of people really struggle a lot of people have anxiety depression and stuff like that and locking them in their own homes not really a safe way to go but as a nation it's something that that, that needs to be discussed and i'm going to leave that to you guys and my last question i've already mentioned is is putting the whole nation on lockdown really necessary i mean like i said in questions I've already said it is not really necessary quarantine and lockdown should have different attitudes based on the individual's mindset now I'm gonna keep this short please do think about those questions that I put out and do your best to have a constructive reason for you to say what you need to say and keep it short I will see you on part three.
final part of the show and I'm gonna kick it off with the rest of the questions uh, this is discussion part three so tune in I am really really stressing over this is lockdown really necessary for all of us that's my question I mean you might have a different opinion but the reason why I'm stressing on this is because a lot of people are having a hard time getting into work and finding jobs and stuff like that and yes on behalf of helping the government and everyone to stop the virus you know slow down the spread of virus I believe there's a different solution better solution compared to being all compared to this scenario right now taking place that's taking place um but yeah I'm always stressing over this because it's it's something that needs to, I mean you don't feel the same way I believe it's something that is not on this on the mind of a lot of people and I just want to see if Boris Johnson locking down everyone was a good idea and if it is is it helping that's my question okay moving on to the second question how should one cope during isolation now a lot of people I mean it's good the fact that we have devices in the house internet and all of that and I believe some people will will basically find that interesting and entertaining for a bit but it does get old I mean if you have if the only thing you have at home which is a sad reality is TV trust me it's not going to be good for your mental health TV is not the only you need interaction something that keeps the mind ticking and the brain going now a lot of people might isolate themselves with books and start doing reading and puzzles and stuff like that but now what I'm trying to ask is how as an individual should we deal with this I mean I was trying to sound the only way we lack other things for example people deal with isolation differently for example where there's you know, something that it's completely up to you how you spend your day. I mean, it's sad to see people have a hard time spending time with themselves. That's why they, they just get back to their phones and stuff like that. Keep themselves occupied with different things and that. Um, but yes, I have, I have only asked this question because I also want to find out what you guys do with it. If you're occupied during isolation, whether it's working out, going out, Uh, my third question is those living alone and also let me get those that live with others how are you guys coping I mean I live on my own but I live with myself I believe it's a lot better I mean I'm taking it well compared to if I was living with someone especially those that live with kids I believe it's a lot harder for them because if you're locked in with with kids won't go the same way that it would go for someone that's single or even as a matter of fact someone nice living with their partner because kids are a lot to handle they're a lot difficult than adults and it wouldn't be really good mentally for one to deal with all of that i mean if there's two parts 
taking care of the you know children yes it could be you know divided into the bo- into both parties but yeah uh those that are living alone what are you doing to keep yourself occupied and any tips and tricks that you might want to share with the nation so we can all stay away from that <laughs> and those with kids that live with others whether it's elderly or not what are you doing as well please tell us now and how are you coping with this as long as you're not ripping each other's head i'm all happy so that was my third question moving on to the fourth question um this question is mental state stated question basically a lot of attempt mental health program long ago and I wanted to find out completely those that have mental health problems, how will it affect your current mental state and due to the fact that you don't really get the chance of going out as much and stuff like that, is it something that's going to break you or is it something that's going to shape you into something a lot better than you, you was before? I mean, a lot of people don't really know side effects of this quarantine because they never went through and the fact that it's something that is going to be enforced nationally a lot of people in their mental health state will come out different different and the fact that they will come out different it doesn't really mean it's all going to be bad i mean there will be bad and there will be good and even though i would favor the good a lot more than the bad how can we have those that don't make it? That's what, that's what I meant by asking the mental state. Um, the fourth question is a follow-up question to it. I mean, the fifth question is a <coughs> follow-up question to that fourth question. And it's a lot to do with, again, side effects. Um, how could this... Could there be a psychological side effect? I mean, after those that come out, would it affect them badly? And those that get affected badly, they're gonna be sensitive to them. I mean, you could come out crazy eating your own, you know, feces and stuff like that. <laughs> That's not really the case, but I'm just throwing certain scenarios out there. I'm just trying to find out is this something that's going to be sorted out i mean these are these are things that we could end up with we don't really know what the future holds but i'm just speculating that's it and my final question of this is how should one cope with the idea of losing a loved one during this pandemic i mean with the all isolation and quarantine that's taking place which is difficult it's even more difficult to lose a loved one and i just want to know if you lost a loved one how are you coping with this and how is it going how are you with this situation and in the future those that lose loved ones due to the COVID-19 what advice would you give them what would you like to share with them? That's all my questions today, and that is the end of part three session. Part three. I hope you guys really enjoyed the show. I'm gonna do this podcast 
as I go weekly, um, there won't be a week that's gonna be the same as weeks two or three. But every time I have something to share with you, uh, with a lot of research, I'll do my best to give you an input and take your input as well. And with us being connected this way, I hope we do our best to share a lot and beat this pandemic with faith. I need you guys.